Welcome to Next of Kin, the parents podcast. I'm your host, Emma. I'm a British expat living in Dubai, UAE with my partner and baby girl. Join me on my expat motherhood journey. I'll be discussing different topics each week and we'll be joined by some wonderful guests. Now, if you're a mum, you're short on time. So let's jump right in. I am interrupting our usual podcast scheduling to bring you this very special episode a little bit earlier this week, and that's because Next of Kin, the brand, is live today. Before we get into this short episode, I'm going to cut to the chase. Of course, my lovely podcast listeners get a discount code. You can use podcast10 at checkout for 10% off your entire order. Just head over to nextofkin.ae to get shopping. If you want an even better discount, you're going to have to sign up to my mailing list. (laughs) That way you'll get 15% off. So yay, I can't believe I'm actually saying that my brand is live. Obviously, I'm recording this a few days in advance, so this is even more surreal, but I need this podcast ready to go. I'm sure on the actual day of launch or the morning of launch, I'm going to be far too distracted. I'm even thinking about just booking in something completely unrelated so that I can't check sales or orders or anything like that. (laughs) Just pretend it's not happening so that I'm not too anxious. Anyway, this isn't going to be a salesy podcast, don't worry. But I just wanted to tell you the story of the brand, my dreams for Next of Kin. Hopefully it'll be interesting because I know a lot of you are really interested in this side of my journey and why I am doing all of this. So let me quickly get into my background. I know a lot of you already know, so I'll try and keep this brief. But my background is as a fashion buyer, and I've done all sorts of roles from luxury franchises out here to product development at Harrods. If anyone knows the green plastic Harrods bags, that was me. I was there designing the Harrods signature range. I did a few other roles at Harrods as well. I also did international merchandising at Arcadia. Remember Arcadia? (laughs) R.I.P. For anyone that works in fashion, I feel like Arcadia was a rite of passage at one point. (laughs) I actually really put in so much work to gain all of this experience to get my position in my last role. And I was working then for a very well-known Italian fashion designer for the franchises out here in the Middle East. So not just Dubai, but Abu Dhabi, Kuwait, Saudi, and expanding. I was working on sort of like 12 buys a year between men's, women's, and kids and the four seasons in the year that came to 12. And for each buy, I should have been traveling back to Milan. Apologies if you can hear cars and things like that in the background. I know that this episode isn't going to be the best in terms of audio quality. I'm recording straight onto my laptop in between Bonnie going out and drilling next door. So I'm so sorry about that. (laughs) Anyway, what was I trying to say? Basically that that lifestyle was just not very compatible with having a family. And I did know that I was expecting that, but I really hoped that I'd be able to hold it down because it was a position I'd worked for. I mean, just my whole entire life to get to this level and to be working for these kinds of brands. I've spoken about it on this podcast, lots my decision to quit. And it's not like I could just go and get another job at that point. Not when you've got a baby who's breastfeeding every two hours and in no routine. (laughs) Like, hi, can I have this job? But also, do you mind if my nanny hangs around and brings the baby in every two hours? 
Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> so that's why, I mean, I wasn't in a position as well to be able to just quit my job completely, stay at home as much as I would have loved to do that. I also had a nanny who I felt a responsibility to keep on. I didn't want to have just hired her for the month or two. I managed to go back to work and then fire her. So I wanted to make the most of this, right? So that said, I actually never wanted to have a brand. I felt like there were so many brands in the world. And maybe because I was a fashion buyer, it makes you feel like that even more because you're always keeping up with the latest brands. And I just didn't feel like I was that creative to come up with something totally new. But I had spotted a gap in the market and when I was walking with Bonnie, I would think about the kind of clothes that I wanted to buy for her. She's an October baby, so I would try and buy these clothes in the mall over winter and it's October again now. So you'll see that the mall is just full of knitwear and outerwear. (laughs) And as a former merchandiser who was sending stock literally to Dubai and other places like this, I can't believe that they're sending this stock. Like we do not need this. I really struggled to find her summer appropriate outfits and it was really irritating because I love shopping. I couldn't wait to buy her one of this. But it wasn't just that. It was also the functionality of the clothes. Beforehand, I would have loved to work. I mean, I did do some kids wear buying, but it wasn't predominantly what I did. And I would have loved to have done it. But I bet that I wouldn't have had the insight about things like poppers and zips. I mean, I can't believe in this day and age that we have any onesies that don't have double zips, (laughs) honestly, let alone that they can be quite hard to find. But it wasn't actually until Rich had said to me, just in passing, he said, oh, next of kin, that would be a good brand name for baby stuff. And obviously that just stuck. And honestly, I remember thinking in the middle of the night, next of kin, next of kin. And I'd speak to some people who really weren't into the name and then I'd speak to others who really were into the name. So I thought, you know what? If it's that divisive that some people really don't like it, at least they're going to remember it. (laughs) And that's why I decided to keep it. But once you've got a name in mind, I knew that something was going to come from next of kin. I still didn't know what, I knew I felt like doing a podcast. I was really drawn to it. And so I started working way on that. But still for a long while, I thought there must be a reason that people aren't making these clothes that tick my box. So why don't I run you through the pillars quickly? Sorry, if you've been following me on Instagram, I've been running through these all last week. But these were the key things that to me, if I couldn't make a brand that ticked all these boxes, I wasn't going to do it at all. The first thing was price because you know that we pay inflated prices here in Dubai and babies grow out of clothes so quickly. So everyone that I speak to here is always missing the UK high street prices or European prices, me included. And so I really didn't want to bring you another overpriced brand. I feel like there's so many lovely smaller brands that are a bit more expensive and they're gorgeous quality, really special occasion pieces but I saw a gap in the market for attainable, I'm going to say attainable pricing, because I as a a one man band here obviously couldn't create a Primark or sort of supermarket clothes prices, could I? And ethically, I'm not sure that's what I'd want to do anyway. So number one was pricing. Number two was to do with it being timeless, cute designs. 
obviously dressing your baby is the most fun ever (laughs) so why would you even buy something if it wasn't cute like it could tick all other boxes but if it's not cute I'm not going to buy it but with that I decided just not to follow the trends too closely and instead try and make really timeless clothes that can then be passed down because in this day and age I think if you're starting a brand or all you've got an established brand, something you really have to think about is the sustainability and your ethics around introducing new clothes to the world, right? So for me, that was really integral. It's why I also introduced the pre-loved initiative so that you can send the clothes back to me and will either donate them to a child in need or if they're very well loved and well used, then we can cut them all up and recycle them within the design process And I'll send you a discount code if you do avail that initiative as well. Um, (laughs) But that brings me on to actually let me jump to pillar number four, which is to do with community. And it's off the back of this podcast that I have this pillar because I now have such a wonderful network of supportive listeners and also people that I've interviewed or had as guest slots on the podcast and can now call friends and they're wonderful. And I want to extend that feeling to the brand. I am mum to just one little one and so I don't even have a boy mum perspective I also have a very different view on sizing because I have a very chunky little lady (laughs) and so even fitting the clothing was really difficult for me so it's going to be really great to get all your feedback and tell me what you're missing what we can improve on whenever I say we of course I mean me and my creative director baby bonnie and hopefully by getting lots and lots of feedback year on year and collection on collection I'm able to create even better clothing okay I missed out pillar number three let's go back to that pillar number three is all about functionality so this collection has been designed by me and if I didn't feel like an item was easy to dress the baby in or easy to change their nappy I wasn't going to do it so you're going to see zips throughout this collection some of the suppliers really couldn't understand why I wanted to put a zip right down the middle of a jumpsuit they were like why not put some pretty buttons on the back and I was like no 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 <laughs> as a mum I want ease I want to be able to zip that baby in I don't want to fiddle around with buttons I mean let's talk about the dresses because I rarely dress Bonnie in a dress these days since she started crawling and trying to walk because she'll trip over it so that's why the dresses come with the matching pants not just I mean I actually was going to do the matching pants sort of sewn in um, to make it easier and that's what I thought before Bonnie started crawling after she started crawling I was like no they have to be separate and the reason is that you can then tuck in the dress to the matching pants and it's like a sort of turns into a bit of a top short situation (laughs) but that for me again is just something that you only really know as a mum my one product that I have to highlight to you now because of all of this is it's called the Elliot onesie and this is my really classic plain white onesie with a little Peter Pan collar double zip fold over hands and then the anti-slip feet And the reason I created this, I completely forgot that I was looking for this product when I was pregnant until my one of my best friends got pregnant. And she said that when the baby comes out, she just wants to dress them in cute white onesies. And I thought, oh, yeah, I really wanted to do that. I never found the right product. And I'll tell you why. They all had like either a big logo or they had a silly slogan across them or maybe an annoying little print 
or they wouldn't have the flap over hands, they wouldn't have the zip, be crazy expensive, too thick material, all of this. So when she mentioned that, it, it sparked an idea in my head that I then proceeded to completely forget about until my other friend got pregnant and said the exact same. She just wanted to dress the newborn baby in plain white, nice quality, cute baby grows. And I was like, right, okay, I better add that in. So you'll see it's the fabric as well. I've taken into account like the Dubai weather. So it's a nice bamboo cotton mix, not too heavy. And for me, this is exactly what I wanted to put Bonnie in when she was first born. And I'm slightly gutted that I didn't have, to be honest. (laughs) But she's been wearing it every night to bed at the moment. And it's super cute. Anyway, I could really go into depth on each product and I I would love to be able to just sit down and spend hours saying and this is why I did this and this is why I did this but that would make for a very very boring podcast so let me jump on to the fifth pillar of next of kin which is all to do with the Dubai weather and the climate obviously it's available all over UAE for now I'm not sure if I will have set the international shipping but that will be coming at some point it's available with free delivery as well at the moment all over the UAE and this goes back to my point of what I said about the clothes that I wanted to buy in winter not being available here so all the clothes year round will be for the warm climate. That said it doesn't mean there's just going to be the short dungarees and the beach wear. The reason I've done long jumpsuits is because when I went walking with Bonnie she would be in her baby carrier and we were walking around by the Burj and she'd always have her legs out I didn't know whether to put leggings on her and then she might be too hot but at least then her legs would be covered from the sun or have her legs out but you can't put sun cream on them when they're like under six months can you and then you're going into really blasting cold aircon and then back out into the heat so that's why I thought right I want to do some nice fabrics like a cotton voile a muslin those kind of fabrics where we can cover the legs but it's not going to be super hot like leggings So those are my five pillars. There's kind of my background on why I started the brand. I honestly just started chipping away in the background, seeing if this all was possible. When it started to come together, I must admit I had some really strange coincidences that happened along the way that made me think this is meant to be. So I really hope that you guys agree and you see the clothing and you don't think I've just lost my mind postpartum, (laughs) which I have questioned a few times when I felt like I'm just in a mad little bubble and just going and doing something completely crazy. But I have absolutely loved working on this and I'm going to be doing some markets. So if you'd prefer to come and see the product in person, do pop by to things like Right Market where I have my little stall. You'll find all the info on that on the website and um, and on the Instagram, of course. And then for the future, so I have so many other ideas. I would love Next of Kin now to be a bit of an umbrella. And that's one reason why I decided in the end not to split up the website and the Instagram and keep it all together, the, the podcast and the brand. For the podcast, I'm thinking of changing the format very slightly and being a bit more organized in terms of when the guest episodes are, when the episodes are with me chatting away and I think I'd like to do some shorter format podcasts maybe like some 10 minute episodes where I just choose one topic to speak about let me know if you like that idea and maybe I'll trial it over the next few months as always if you have any ideas get in touch you can get in touch on the dms on instagram 
You can also email podcast at nextofkin.ae. Right, I feel like I've really waffled on today, but (laughs) you're going to have to excuse me. My brain is fried. You know that Bonnie doesn't sleep right and I'm here trying to launch a brand and have a podcast and be a present and productive mother. (laughs) So give me a little bit of grace this week. It's been a crazy one, but honestly, I really hope that you all enjoy the product. And if you're not here for, for the brand, then I hope you enjoy hearing about this story. And if you have any questions, go and contact me over on Instagram. Now, as you can imagine, I am not going to have another podcast episode this week. I think that's a bit too much for me to get my head around at the moment. So this is your podcast episode for this week. I will be back next week, of course. Normal programming will be resuming then. If you would like to support, then please follow this podcast on whatever podcast platform you are on and do share with your friends because I would really love to grow. Thank you as always for listening and thank you for being such a wonderful, supportive community. Mm -hmm.